It's time to go one-on-one with DP. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, here is your host, Derek Pearson. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you for hanging out. Fantastic folks from Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. I don't know if the, I think the truck's out today. I think the, Charles is out on the truck. I don't think the brick and mortar is open, but I think the truck is out today. So we'll find that out for you and share the information. But if you're looking for lunch, let them folks make you a plate. Looking for dinner, let them folks make you a plate. Do that. Do that. Uh, it is a special week because, like I said, there's so much going on and there's so many things as we get back to some level of uh, this will be the last week of kind of an all over the place schedule. Um, once the athletes get back to town, the nighttime stuff takes place. The ticket weeknights is starting to shape shape itself, and we'll know we'll have some of the old traditional uh, shows back uh, starting the last week or the last two weeks of August. Uh, this week will kind of be all over the place because folks are taking final vacations and such. Um, but tonight. What's the word? We'll roll through from 6 to 8, the deep end from 8 to 9, and Talking Tens, Kenzie Davis from uh, 9 to 10 o'clock tonight, and then Harrison will close it down uh, from eleven to, uh, 10 to 11 to get you through. Uh, the rest of the week will kind of be all over the place. But after that, everybody will be back in town, and we will have those full five hours Uh, Monday through Thursday, and then we are probably a month away from high school football, and we should have some pretty good, pretty interesting tandems to call games for you on Friday nights, uh, Thursday and Friday nights as we do this as well. So it'll be good to have the basketball players back, the volleyball players back, uh, the bowling team will be back. Uh, the golf show, if you have not been paying attention to Big Red Birdies, you are missing out. Those two young uh, young ladies have been exceptional. Megan and Lindsay have been incredible. Uh, they are competing this week, so their show uh, will push back as well. So there's lots going on with that. And then, and then, and then, uh, we will start to amp up for BP with DP for a week from Friday. Um, you can text in 402-464-5685 or call in Honda Lincoln Hotline. But call you can text in the Starter Hammond text line 402-464-5685 with your reasons why you should be included in the batting practice. Tell me why. Tell me why. Give me a good reason. Make it impossible for me to not just say that's such a good deal. Um Please come down and take batting practice with DP and the Salt Dogs and with Strick and Vershawn. And maybe we'll get Rico out there, Rico out there to take some BP. Well, somebody's got to be a back hitter on the board, so it might, that might be me because Nick has, to, Nick has to go out there and strike out Vershawn. Yeah, I mean, there's so much to it, right? Right? There's so much to it. The things are in place. Um, I have the authentic official old school wiffle ball set coming so they can work from that. And they can actually do it from there. Interesting. Yeah, we're going to have some fun with that. So give me your reasons why. But what I want to do today 
And unless you're new to the show and new to the concept, a thing that we used to do was uh, Beatrice Bakery Care Packages. Well, they're back. They're back. And here's the concept if you're unfamiliar so you can move forward. One, you go, you can, one of two ways. You can go to the ticketfm.com, find the Beatrice Bakery banner, you can click on it, you can send in a nomination, or you can text in or call in. Four two four six four five six eight five, and the premise is simple. There's somebody in your world, somebody in your circle, somebody in your orbit, maybe somebody in your house, maybe in your the business that you work in, maybe it's somebody in the in the community. Maybe it might be a coach, it could be a teacher, it could be a nurse, a doctor, um, a lawyer who took a case and did a great thing. It could be a great neighbor who looks out for you and makes it easy. It could be the folks at your daycare since they, you know what, they did extra for you. It could be somebody that you simply want to see smile. Somebody that you want to make smile. Right? And it doesn't have to be over the top. It can be, you know what, my neighbor, you know, my neighbor's kid, decided he was going to mow my lawn for me since I was not feeling well, or the neighbor who delivered goodies for you when you weren't feeling well. It could be the person at work who does, who looks out for everybody else. On a regular basis, the people who go above and beyond. It could be the person that, you know what, they've had a really tough week, or they've got a really tough week coming, and you just want them to know that they're thought of, they're considered, they're seen. Or it could be somebody who had an exceptional week, somebody who had an incredible weekend, and you just want to say, "At a boy, at a girl." That's all we want to do. So have at it. Text line is open, phone line is open, or you can go to ticketfm.com and put in the nomination that way. Either way, we'd like to put together a care package from the folks at Beatrice Bakery. Um, Grandma's finest, grandma's best. Best fruitcake in, in the world. Dessert cakes. I think we've got a chocolate rum and a vanilla rum and a fruitcake. That's quite the package. Put those nominations in. Those things are delicious. Right? Like, there's no there's no over-exaggeration. I don't have to over-amp how good these are. No. If you've ever had them. You know. You know, and if you haven't had them, you need to get in line. You don't know. You need to get in line and get this done. So can do that. And you can check out all of their the things that they offer um, at BeatriceBakery.com. You can do that as well. So have at it. Um, and, again, I am taking nominations for the Salt Dogs. We'll actually throw in some tickets, as vouchers as well. Right? We'll throw in some vouchers. And the best text about BP with DP. We can do that. So Rico will monitor that um, as we go through. Raph said he's ready to lay down some bunts. There, there's no bunting at BP. There's no bunting at BP. You know, what's up, Jason? What's up, man? Um, Willie, what's up? It's good to hear hear from you guys. Raph, um, let me say this. I, I didn't have the chance. I was gone. But we we had we had you know Vishal was on vacation. We had people early. I was gone, and to have Aaron Davis and Chris Raff step up and do what they did, do the job that they did, 
meant the world. They did a wonderful job. Like just and if you're not paying attention to their to their their Wednesday night show, you're missing out. It's great. It's great Nebraska radio. No, oh, yeah, they did three hours of the captain, and then came back later on Wednesday and did their their riffing with Raf and AD. Yeah, like it's I asked great. him. Like I asked him, I was like, do do you want to just run the replay? He goes, no, 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 no. We're ready. We're ready. There was that first that Tuesday, or did they do? Yeah, they did Tuesday. Um, AD was walking by me about two hours into the captain. About two and a half-ish. He walks mm. by and he goes, my jaw's starting to hurt. Yeah. And I was like, it's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, to get used to that. I was I, like, you're a professional talker. You should be okay. Oh, I thought that was the case. But, man, listen. Um, and then, so there's a, there's a little bit of my voice that's missing today from having, like, three days of, of bellowing at, at, at a group of 250 mm-hmm. people, right? Even with the microphone, you still – go a little hard mm-hmm. and so last night about nine o'clock i felt that that thing and i was like oh okay i got a hot lemon hot tea this one right i need to get through and so i did that last night and that that kind of got me through um simple thomas is picking on you guys again oh uh, i know thomas thomas picked thomas on me oh you know thursday and friday thomas was here for me he makes fun of me but he was here for me i, I get it right i get it uh, from the text line, PK Empire says, DP, you know this. Uh, you start every round of BP with two bunts down each baseline, and if you had any speed back in the day, you dropped a couple of drag bunts. M- for the team, yes. <laughs> for the team, yes. Matter of fact, I mean, I no cap, I'm probably one of the best bunters. Um I was definitely the best bunner on my college team, certainly the best bunner on my high school team. Um, my coach, uh, uh, the late, great Del Norwood, uh, once laughed because I think my senior year I had 40, 47 hits maybe in, in, 20, in the 20-plus in the 20 games. And of those 40 hits, <laughs> 23 of them were, were infield hits. Bunts, bunts, and well placed. If I, if my thought was, if if I got two hops, I was going to beat that. So I, I'm a proficient butter now. Like what I did the last BP was, I just need to make sure the first one was back up the middle. Mm-hmm. Like that was to get all my timing right and everything else, get my mechanics right, right back up the middle. Um, bunting to do that if you're just doing that to get loose if that's your trigger go ahead and do it but at bp ah uh, come on nick said pius was a big bunting school rip, so i wonder rip how rip. i wonder how good of a bunter he is he didn't have the wheels for for bunting no but he said that that's what they they There's didn't bunt to get on base they sacrifice you a good bunter bunt. no he's a catcher he says uh, he's a good uh, he did that with one eye closed like no like no. dp says he's he did the, the pop i think what I can't hear you. There's a mic. We have a mic yeah, for a reason. Yeah, it's not like he's new here. It's not like Nick is new here. What's up? Yeah, it's like he's new here. Yeah. I uh, I used to be. I used to be able to bunt. I don't know if I still can. I haven't done it in four years. I was I I, I could bunt from both sides, which drove defenses crazy. Mm. Um, and I could bunt to both sides. So even from the right hand side of the box, I could push up the first baseline, mm-hmm. past the first baseman, past the pitcher, and just 
float into it. If yeah. I if I got it down on the third baseline, it, he wasn't going to be able to throw across a diamond. And get I need it. to have a bunt see, off. See, so see we better. we wouldn't. I obviously like you. You hit it on the nose, DP. I didn't have the speed to beat out bunts. Um, but I've told the story on air. We couldn't take swings and batting practice. Like in our pregame, yeah. we had like we got eight strikes right. And if you didn't get a bunt down on each side within a, we put cones up from, yeah. it was, our motto was foul or perfect. We had it the tarp. Foul or we, per- had the, yeah. we had the tarp. Exactly. So we put cones and it was like two feet off the foul line. Mm. And if you did not get a drag, which, which is showing late, mm. right? Or a push, which is also showing late, not sacrifice. If you did not get it down in that line, then you didn't get to swing. I actually didn't enjoy squaring around the bunt. Even if it made even, me more nervous. Yeah, even if I was going to sacrifice, right? You're right. That's that's what it was for me. Yeah. Was was the natural thing for me. My my hands were good, so my mm-hmm. touch was even better. So what we would do is uh, with my players is I would have them take the first five pitches of BP mm-hmm. with the glove on, with their actually fielding oh, glove, because if you're in the box and you're using that as your as as where your hand placement would be. Mm-hmm. It helps you figure out level and 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 speed yeah. and velocity, right? And late movement. And so my players figured out, yeah, th- this actually helps, especially for left-handed hitters. Yeah. Because that lead hand allowed them to catch where they would the top hand would be anyway. Mm-hmm. And so it or where the bottom hand would be anyway. So yeah, I, the the whole bunning thing. Yeah, and it, it's it's fascinating to me, and, and I'll let you guys get back to your show. But it's fascinating to me when when guys bunt that they put it like right in the middle of the strike zone, and that hurts them more. I don't know about UDP, but we were always taught at the top of the strike zone. That way, if the pitch is above you, you know it's a ball. Yeah. And you just you, you genuflect up and down. You well, just, but, you but just, that's why you do it with the first few pitches exactly. is to help you identify what the strike zone is. Exactly. Right, because you you forget, and most people think. Letters. Well, it's actually bottom of the letters, mm-hmm. and then it's based on your stance. So if you are somebody that squats while you hit or, or, or dips, then the the umpire recognizes that, and then strike 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 zone lowers or raises based on that. And look, if you if you if you pop up a a, a, a bunt attempt, get the angle, I'm, establish I'm, I'm, the angle. I'm angry and yep. mad and all that. Are you? Going to come down for batting practice next. Is it time? this? Is it this? Fr- no, next Friday. Next Friday, I should be able to. Next yeah, Friday, in. so we'll I'm we'll in. we'll get that in, and we'll we'll we'll. You and Vershawn give away some folks. Whatever. Well, we'll give up. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get that Whatever. done. So all right. I'll have, to, I'll have to take a couple swings as well. Yeah. No. Well, you absolutely. You have yeah, to we'll see what, how this. You goes. have to. Make we sure took three DP rounds. Doesn't okay. take swings. We took three rounds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We took three rounds. <laughs> you're gonna hurt yourself, and you're gonna get in trouble again. Yeah, I'm looking. So I, I still have the marks from from <laughs> from, from, the, the from, from the knob, right? Because I'm an I'm an off the end of the the the, the knob. Really, I, 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 the I, that is not comfortable. Right, I'm you're gonna the end. you're gonna hurt yourself and you're gonna get in trouble again. The boss said no. The, the the true boss, the, the real dirty, boss. real boss, I'm trying to help you. Right, right, right. I, well, well, this is why if I get more people. Then you won't. To do it, then exactly. I won't do it. No, yeah. then you don't. Because then it'll be more people that you no, can show off exactly. to. No, no, that's because think about think back to the hot ones challenge. You saw Rico and I doing it, and you're like, I can't. You're like, you know. I can't let these guys. Well, you that said was it was Nori. These guys. It was Nori. It was Nori, and Nori was taking BP, and I'm like, <laughs> and Steve Taylor hadn't gotten there yet. Okay. Um, DP, do you have FOMO? What it was? What Fear is, of missing out. <laughs> not anymore. Okay. Not so anymore. In certain He's a past situa- FOMO. In certain situations? 
Not anymore. Okay. I, I, I was King FOMO for a long time in my life. Like I don't think that's bad to admit. Like people, oh, take, I, people, I have that. people take it as as like a, a knock when you have FOMO. I don't think it's a bad thing. No, no but I like to live. So that's what I'm saying. So it's all about the experience. In, in, in the experience in the space. Absolutely. But there are times when I know better. When I know yeah. like so down on the field Saturday at an arena game, right? Mm-hmm. And and they want to throw and catch passes and you're there with the quarterback and the backup quarterback's loosening up and you're just kind of there and he's throwing it. And I'm every part of me is yeah, go to the wall. Like one hand, one hand. It's one of those where like, it's like, yeah, okay, one hand, throw one, one hand. Like next I throw thing one. You, you got a helmet. And, next, and next, then, next, three throws later, you got a helmet <laughs> on. You got the towel hanging out. You're like, like I'm, I'm there. Well, no, because then it's form, right? And I want to know. Okay, <laughs> exactly. Can I with the bicep? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I stay to my form? Can I catch the one hand? Like I do the one handed catch thing. Yep. And I want to know if I can do that. And he's like, but, if I if I three step drop, can I hit this post <laughs> in the perfect spot? You know, jerk. <laughs> Actually, I'm, such a jerk. DP. I'm curious, DP. We haven't been able to ask you. So a couple. Gosh, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about o- OBJ. Uh-huh. How big mm. would OBJ be if he didn't have the one, the three finger that catch? one catch? He would still be because OBJ is—he was built for social media. Mm. OBJ in this era, yeah, in this oh, era, okay. gotcha. Although, I mean, Dion in in, in yeah. previous years, that sort of thing always played, and it was always there, but. OBJ, you remember he played at LSU, and yeah. he was a stud. Like OBJ could have been a minor league baseball player. Like people, I mean, we talk about just freak athlete. He's a freak athlete. Yeah. Like there's, there's no other way to it. But the one hundred one handed catch only elevates it. But his pregame, it's wild. Regime is yeah. Uh, Chef's kiss. Did the, like I just want to watch the one handed catch just accelerated his superstardom. Well, it was Monday night football yeah. against yeah. Dallas. Like it was a big deal. Yeah, that's I mean, right. He got, it was, pulled, it was he got pulled down. It was a like, it, like, it was a big deal. That's true. So a lot of like he, when you watch seven on seven, and a lot of the kids now are trying to do that sort of thing. And my thing is, you lose focus on what you should be doing. To get better, not the things that get you exposure. Like there's a difference. If you do the things that make you better, you'll get the exposure. But a lot of folks are shortcutting, and there's they a want, process. Like oh, let there's, me let me show the dancer's gotcha. foot put, footwork. Let me show you that I can do the one-handed catch. But the question is, can you do it against resistance when it's mm-hmm. necessary, right? On time and on purpose. And mm-hmm. a lot of like seven on seven is is just dudes, and a lot of dudes who are out being coached, skill coached. They're becoming really good dancers, but that's not just it. Yeah. Like I want you want to look good, but can you? It's like the kid who goes and puts the ball on the on the court seventeen times before he goes and tries to take a layup, but he's not good at finishing. Yeah. So <laughs> you're like, oh, he got past him. Oh, he got past him, but now he, he look he, he can't make the step back or he can't make the mid range jumper. Um, baseball has the same thing. You know, guys, you know, they want to look the part, glove up. Uh, in the squat, right? You know, in fact, they want to go through, yeah. uh, do the handwork, but they the short, can't shortcutting the process, right? You're, 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 you're. Well, you've lost the focus. Yeah, you've lost the focus on the thing that you should be doing. Shortstop play. Look, like the the kid who threw 105 miles an hour at shortstop. Yeah, listen, give me that because that's a functional thing in the game that we play. Right, that if you could short, if you could take away a third of a step from somebody with by throwing a hundred plus, that's wild. Yeah, like how many outs 
do, are you going to add to your your pitcher's resume simply because you're you're able well, to make that throw at that velocity? I, that's the thing is, I mean, you always talk about pitching to contact, letting your fielders work, especially if you're at the youth level, if you're at the high school level, whatever. Let your defense work, or even at the professional level, right? I mean, we've we we know a lot of pitchers that just make their living off of off of letting their defense work and just pitching to contact, and and they've had long sustainable careers. So I, I guess you know if if that just gives your pitcher more confidence, you might you might as well. Well, yeah, because you know that okay, he'll get me out of the inning. And what you don't want are, are additional at bats yeah. under your watch, right? Mm-hmm. So if I you can track if you can track a, a fly ball, a line drive in the in the alley, um, and and get that sort of thing in place, great. Like that yeah. th- that sort of stuff. We don't spend enough time with tracking. We don't spend enough time with settling after the catch. You don't, you, mm-hmm. which boggles the mind that we haven't figured out how to teach back players when they take the backhand. Old school says eye to the ball and then come up. Do you extend? Do you take another step? Do you take two steps back into your throw? Mm -hmm. Is it a three-step process? If you're going to go to three-step process off the backhand, do you have the 98-mile-an-hour fastball? Do you have the arm? Right, to, to do that. Do you need to take everything? weak arm players need to take everything going towards first base. Yeah, they need the momentum. Right, so they yeah. have to defend differently. They have to line up differently. All those things in place. So it's cool watching all of it. Yeah. Um, when I watch the Salt Dogs, it's, I love identifying who the players are. Like, that's my – Yeah, exactly. Like, because you go, okay, here's all the stuff they do well, and then what are the two things that are keeping them playing with the Salt Dogs rather than moving along? Mm-hmm. Right, and it's for each player. You can figure it out pretty quickly that it's either hey, he can't hit the breaking ball, uh, two, he doesn't have the arm strength, three, um, he, he's he's lost some of his quickness. Mm-hmm. Those things, as you watch the Salt Dogs, or as you watch, you know, the futures. Yeah, what's going to be their thing? It's it's always fascinating. <clears throat> Excuse me, it's always fascinating because the 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 motto of it's not the hits that kill us. We can weather the hits. It's the walks and the airs. I can't. It's def- the walks and the airs that kill us. Because guess what? If if a guy gets a single, or gets a double, if you get two ground ball outs that of, of or a couple guys makes just some routine plays, that guy doesn't score. But it's the the overthrow at first base. It's the the guy not staying down on a ground ball or bodying up, sacrificing his body. It's like that kind of thing. A catcher not getting out around the ball, getting the ball back to angle down to home plate to where it's in front of him. Like those free nineties. Change the course of a game in its entirety. And and what I learned in coaching was from playing that I cannot – one, I don't want a second throw. Mm-hmm. I don't want a second throw. Yeah. Like on the infield, like I, I, I don't need it. I don't need the rundown. Like if, yeah. I, I just get him back to the base that he was there. Catchers, you know what? If, if you don't recognize what your arm strength is, don't make the throw. Mm-hmm. Pitchers coming out of a bullpen. Look, I need to know – what your max is with the best control. So how hard can you throw? What percentage of your arm strength can you use and still have absolute control of your pitches? That's what the bullpen's for. Like, that's what – when you leave the bullpen, I need to know, look, if you throw 90, can you throw 88 and spot? Right? Exactly, because if you have have somewhat of a competent defense – you can get by with 88 and pitch to contact. Pitch to contact. Because if you locate, it's locate, locate, locate. Locate and late late movement. Yeah. And late movement on purpose, mm-hmm. right? Th- that sort of stuff. But it was cool, um, like I said, watching the, the, the Major League draft last night. Yeah, it was cool. cool to watch 
some of those guys in play. Again, the question for me with Holiday up front was like you He looks twelve. He and, looks and I also it made me feel he looks so... like a boy. He looks like the, he looks like the the dude in the boy band who can't really sing, but he's there to be cute yeah. and dance in the back. I saw it, and I like, just that's, go, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's got that's the hair, got the look. <laughs> well, so seriously, it made you, it made me feel old. It was my first like, man, I'm kind of old because I remember watching obviously Shut up, Matt Holiday. Shut up. No, I know. Turn off his mic. You just Matt Holiday. Like, you just lost. Me. And, what and are you doing? I remember watching You're Matt 12. Holiday. <laughs> I am twelve. Uh, I, I I remember watching Matt Holiday and Andrew Jones. Obviously, like it's like holy cow! Now they have guys that are getting Andrew drafted. Yeah. I'm sitting Jones. here. And I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm only twenty eight, and I'm just like I watch these guys play, and they have sons old enough to almost exactly. play. Well, all I, I wanted to watch was when they when they announced the pick. The older brother was sitting yeah. there, and I thought, okay, that's the dude. Where's he at? Right, the tall dude. Like, yeah. and I'm going. Well, wait a minute. Does he not play? Does he not play? I don't know. I don't Maybe know. He but imagine you're Doc Holliday's son, and the you know, younger brother gets drafted, and you are sitting on the couch cheering him. I don't know. Maybe he plays. I that's don't know. interesting that you say that. If he doesn't play, because AD and I were having that conversation on Wednesday last week about how it's like, parents, if, if your kid doesn't want to play, don't force him to play. And even in that maybe family, if that's I, you know, obviously we don't know, but maybe if that's he did on that, force him, and he was like, "I don't want to do this anymore." Yeah, I don't know. It's it's that's. I mean, that's all speculation. Look, but, man, I, I will have to find out. <laughs> that's whether, wild. No, I, I just he was sitting on the couch, and I just went, "Okay, that's the one." And I'm like, "Nope, it's the other dude." I was like, "Oh man, are you happy well, with who the Cubs took?" Yeah, uh, yeah, the, the Horton guy out of Oklahoma. Yeah, he's fine. I mean, he he rose late on draft boards be, because of his performance in the postseason. So I, I suppose it's fine. Um, they needed they needed starting pitching. They, that's what I mean. They're fine. We're, at we're, did, 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 in their farm system. Did, did any of the Huskers get get? Not that I saw. No. Okay. Not yet. Uh, DP welfare check. I almost texted you over the weekend, but we were both on vacation. Welfare check on the whole Juan Soto situation. Are you okay? There's a there's a phrase that's used in in the community. Get your hands out my pocket. What's good? <laughs> Four hundred and forty mil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't I, over like fifteen said, years no. though. Over that, like fifteen that's years problem. though. That's, that's the problem. I okay, think I think we're gonna start working two, away from that, those. No 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 no. First of all, first of all, first of all, I'm gonna I'm gonna remove Juan Soto from the equation. Yeah. Um, but. We can talk about that when we come back. Okay. Let's throw it a break. We'll talk about that because there's threefold to this thing. And all of it sets my, sets my, 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 my toes on fire. <laughs> so we'll talk about that when we come back. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store. You're listening to One on One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.